Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. Food Heals is back. Tell a friend. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Great to be with you here today. I know it's been a minute, but yes, I'm back. I've got some really exciting episodes coming up for you. And today is really a catch-up episode to let you know what I've been up to, how I blew up my life and drove across the country. And I'm just going through a lot of changes right now that I'm really excited to share with you. If you're a new listener, definitely go back and listen to some other episodes because this one's all about me with my friend Ashley, and she's going to help me catch you up on what's going on in the Food Heals world and also some exciting things that are coming up. So very excited to share that with you. A couple of quick announcements before we get into it. Wanted to let you know that a few of our Food Heals regular discount codes have changed. So Global Healing Center, one of my favorite spots for vitamins, for my parfait massage, my cream that I put all over my face, my oxy powder, which I love love. It's a great cleanse. Um, you guys know what you get there. Um, our discount code has changed. It is no longer Food Heals 17. It is now Food Heals 21. So globalhealingcenter.com, use the discount code Food Heals 21. You'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. So go check them out. And our other discount code that has changed is Just Thrive, your probiotics, your antioxidants. This is where I get all my probiotics that I take on a daily basis. And they're so generous. They just sent me a new shipment for you guys. So what's going to happen is I will be talking about a giveaway very soon where you can learn how to win some Just Thrive products. So our discount code used to be FoodHeals10. Now it is FoodHeals15. So what does that mean? Not only do you get 10% off your Just Thrive probiotics and antioxidants, but you get 15% off. So check that out. Make sure you write down the new discount codes as the old ones are not going to work anymore. So just wanted to make sure that you were aware. And last announcement, I would love for you to go vote. Go to foodhealsgroup.com and the pinned post at the top is where you can vote for my new audiobook narrator. So yes, Food Heals is going to be on Audible. I'm so excited. So that's the book that I published last year. And unfortunately, you know, my book tour got cut short due to COVID. I got to do an amazing book signing in Orlando in March. And then as soon as I got home, 
the world shut down. So I feel like the book didn't get as much love as I wish that it had. So if you haven't gotten the book yet, definitely check it out on Amazon Food Heals. But I would love your vote. So the way it's going to work is I'm working with Audible to pick a narrator. So all of my narrators are actually straight from Audible. I've narrowed it down to my six favorites. I'm going to narrate the female parts and a male voice is going to narrate the male parts. So please go vote. I would love your opinion in shaping whose voice would you like to listen to when you were listening to this book, right? Like who's a good storyteller? Whose voice can you stand? I was talking to Ashley the other day about a narrator on an audiobook, and it's like, gosh, this book is so good, but the narrator just, oh, it's terrible. It's hard to listen to. I have to keep switching back and forth between the narration and the music, right? And I'm like, I want a narrator that you guys are going to love. So foodhealsgroup.com, go listen. It just takes a minute. Um, you can listen to each of the auditions, and they're all reading a portion of the book. So you can see who resonates with you, with you and I would just love your vote in choosing that because I really want you to be a part of the process because this book would not exist if it weren't for you. I love you so much and thank you for your vote. Thank you for purchasing the book. It means the absolute world to me. And you know, I made it to help people. So give it to a loved one, um, someone who needs it, because we all need a little healing right now and always. But I've talked way too much. I'm so excited for this interview with Ashley Fillingham. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, we are rolling with Ashley. Hi. Okay, so Food Heals Nation, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've made some major, major changes in my life. And if you don't, that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. And I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Ashley, also my attorney. (laughs) (laughs) Side note. (laughs) Side note. And she's one of the best people I know. And I would love to like start out with telling the story of how we met. And then I think we'll just organically get into how parallel our journeys have been and the way that you blew up your life and I blew up my life and and everything that's happened um, over the last few years. So this is going to be a fun, interesting episode. We don't know where it's going to go, Food Heal Station. So (laughs) we hope you like it. We hope you enjoy us. We enjoy us. We enjoy us a lot. (laughs) But I do think it's so, we were talking about this a little bit earlier about the parallels in my journey and yours. So I think it's kind of fun to peel back and explore. And I cannot wait for Food Heals Nation to hear what you have done. It's incredible. (laughs) I mean, it's incredible. It's scary. Like, and let me tell you that what I did, everyone either says, I wish I could do that mm-hmm. or I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's been a very interesting thing. No one's like, wow. I would never do that. I mean, not yet. And perhaps, yeah. you know, some people would say I would never do that. And many people probably wouldn't. But um, what I did in terms of what we're talking about and yeah. blowing up my life. What is, did you do? What did I do? I left L.A. This L.A. girl who always talks about how much she loves where she lives. I left. And there's so many reasons for it. Um, But it was all pandemic reasons, frankly, um, because my city was closed and I was paying a premium to live in the most beautiful neighborhood that I absolutely adored with access to all the best food, plant-based food, all the best coffee shops, the best bars and restaurants. And I loved where I lived. I walked everywhere. It was a very walkable city. I had my running trail in Beverly Hills. I loved it so much, but it was closed. It, it has been closed for a year. Well, you know, let me say that it was 
beyond clothes compared to what you were used to compared to so I came out to visit you right around your birthday mm-hmm. and uh, what a gift to be able to spend that time with you yes but thanks for coming it was so it was fun so much fun <laughs> but I was like we can't go out actually like we, bars are closed restaurants are closed we can only get takeout and I so don't want to downplay the situation I want to be respectful of of what is going on of but course. this was uh, compared to where I live in Atlanta and also down here in the panhandle of Florida it's just uh, it, it was closed to a level that was um, alienating people from being together in any respect whatsoever. It was, to me, coming from from sort of the East Coast, going over to the West Coast, it was it was shocking almost how locked down you were. And I can't imagine how hard that was. Exactly. And for someone like me, who's even though I've been through the trauma I've shared with Food Heals Nation so much, I am a optimistic person I'm always happy I'm always like looking at the green grass and I'm in appreciation and gratitude and the glass is always half full and so the fact that I was so affected by this lockdown my mental health was suffering so much I just can't even imagine the people who seriously suffer with depression and anxiety on a regular basis, what they were going through, because I couldn't take it for another second. And no disrespect to what's going on in the world. Obviously, I want to be safe when it comes to this pandemic and everything that is going on. But my mental health became more important than me worrying about COVID-19. And because I don't have anyone in my life, elderly or anyone at risk, and I was just holed up in my house for no reason. And I couldn't do it anymore. And you really helped show me, like, there's life outside of L.A. right now. Well, there are there are ways to be respectful of what's going on and, and you know, take precautions to observe other people's concerns without staying in your home on lockdown nonstop. I mean, even when I was there, I was walking on the sidewalk, and I didn't have a mask on because it was outside, and there was nobody around me. And one of your neighbors from far across the street sort of, I sort of threw a fit, yeah. and, and I just thought, wow, this is this has kind of gone to the next level, and it's not what I'm experiencing back home. And so there's a lot of fear there that af- affects how folks move in the world. Yeah, a lot of fear, a lot of judgment. I remember when the Beverly Hills Trail first opened back up, which is where I would go running and walk my dogs. And um, I wasn't wearing a mask because it was very early on in COVID. And the mask laws hadn't gone into effect yet. But Beverly Hills had just put up the signs that day because I'd been on the trail the day before there were Mm -hmm. no signs. And I was not wearing a mask. I was like, well, I'm not going all the way home. I just saw the sign and it would take me a lot to go home. And it was very, very beginning. So we didn't realize how far this was going to go and I was uh, you know doing my thing and these ladies crossed the street to get away from me and were kind of shaming me and like oh dear how dare she and it was just like (laughs) what's happening I can't like wait I'm outside and we're not even anywhere near one another right I was already six feet away you know and I'm doing all my vitamins obviously I'm a big proponent of boosting the immune system naturally as much as possible vitamin C vitamin D and it just became a place where I did not love Love my life anymore and I had to see what else was out there and so I road tripped Ashley invited me <laughs> to come stay in this beautiful place we're in Santa Rosa Beach um, in Florida which is they call it the Redneck Riviera <laughs> hey now 
<laughs> no, I also, love it. Also, the Emerald Coast. The Emerald Coast, because yeah. the water looks like the Bahamas. It's crystal clear. It's blue. It's green. It's beautiful. It's a stunning place. Um, we're right next to Rosemary Beach, Alice Beach, Grayton Beach. So there's all these beach towns that are five minutes away from each other. And, you know, you you put a bug in my ear for the past six months. Because I came to visit you in, what, May, mm-hmm. um, when the world first started to open up. And I hadn't traveled in months. And I was so such a traveler that it was that was hard for me, too, just to be holed up and not traveling. Because I was traveling every single month before the pandemic. And you just put a bug in my ear. Come to the beach. The beach is home. And I would see Ashley's Instagram posts at Kickash <laughs> Life and Kickash Law. And she was just on the beach every day living her best life. And I was like, and I know California has a beach, too. But you just were living living a life that I did not have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you came to visit, um, I guess, early summer, late spring, yeah. and I had had this notion of, I, I kept spending so much time down here that I thought, I just really want to invest in a place here. And so you were with me mm-hmm. when we made the offer on this little townhome down here in a tiny little area called Seagrove Beach. And... Um, bought this place from a 95-year-old lady named Helen. Who, I love Helen so oh, much. <laughs> we, we stay at Helen's place now. She's still alive. She spent 20 years uh, wintering, and she is no longer able, able to winter on her own down here. But how amazing that at 95, she was wintering on her own. And what I've seen of you know so many of the snowbirds that come down here, that is folks that live up north and during the winter come to find some sunshine – these women are so vibrant and Mm. alive and full of energy and uh, curiosity and movement and joy. And it's been such a gift to just sort of plant myself here among um, these folks and to even sort of live in Helen's place and pick up that energy. And you were here through that process with me. Um, So when we started talking about it, what happened? Well, uh, the coolest thing was I came to visit you and I was like, yes, I can't. I just got to get out. And so it was my first flight um, during the pandemic and obviously, you know, took all the precautions, did all my vitamins. You're obviously very masked up at the airport and everything like that. But it was my first trip out of the the depression and the lockdown that I had been in. And it was just such a beautiful experience. We got a condo with a gorgeous pool and we just like talked about life and business and because we've always been on similar paths and had similar Mm -hmm. journeys. So we had so much to talk about and catch up on that summer. And then I remember going to look at the house and I didn't, I had no idea that you were going to buy the house. (laughs) She bought the house like on the spot. Life is short by the beach house. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that was amazing. And then, and I guess those last, you know, the six months after that, you know, LA op- opened up for a little bit. Um, we were out- able to do outdoor dining and I felt like life is back and I can do more things and, you know, I'm going to be okay. And then it shut down again mm-hmm. and it shut down hard. hard. And you were with me when, you know, we're taking a walk and we walk up to get some to-go food, some takeout from one of my favorite places, um, the Naughty Pig, which is um, was my go-to karaoke bar back when we could sing karaoke, which we haven't been able to in over a year um, because of COVID and those precautions and whatnot. But they had a takeout window where you could go and you could get to-go food. And of course, they had the vegan burgers for us mm-hmm. and some other options. And then they had to-go drinks because now apparently you can drink on, on the streets in 
LA, which I don't know if it's legal, but <laughs> it became legal during COVID. So you could get to-go drinks and to-go food. And the this, um, I guess the city of West Hollywood or the city of LA, I'm actually not sure, but code compliance officer walks up and we're just trying to get some food. We had taken this nice long, you know, 30 minute walk uphill because it's on Sunset mm-hmm. Boulevard and I'm down by Melrose. And so we, you know, we did quite a trek to get there, probably 30 minute little hike just to enjoy. And, you know, so we get there and the code compliance officer is like to the bartenders, like, Hey, you guys can't, can't serve them. And the bartenders are like, we are doing everything right. We are just trying to stay in business and not lose our jobs. And it was sad. It was rough. So I remember um, the code compliance officer was very, very strict. And then we all kind of killed him with kindness and he kind of came around and, you know, he got nicer and he was like, look, I don't want to do this. You guys, it's just my job. And we were like, okay, (laughs) you know. What was so hard was to listen to him once he did warm up to us because kindness really does rule the day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Once he did warm up, he started talking about all the businesses that were shutting down right. and people whose whole livelihoods were um, destroyed destroyed by this. And that that was the hard part was to listen to that and to um, listen to the people who owned the restaurant to say, we are, we read, we get up every morning and we read and we try to do right. And you've come back by here every day and told us we're doing it wrong every day so okay so we got through that it was rough and yeah. then okay but what happened I, I we haven't even actually talked about this at what point after I left and you decided to come down here to Florida like what happened in your mind what was the trigger what changed it for you I think it was the um it was just really tough living in the most I loved my home I loved my neighborhood but I was a prisoner in my own home and I couldn't do it anymore and you had put a bug in my ear for months saying come to the beach the beach is home um we have live music which oh my gosh music heals my soul everyone knows I'm a big karaoke person because I love how it brings people together but I'm also a big live music person and that had been not allowed and you know, I'm not here to talk any COVID politics or anything like that. I certainly understand why people are doing what they're doing. However, I didn't want to live that life anymore and I didn't know how to get out of it. And Ashley gave me a way to get out of it. She said, come to my beach house. And here we are. We are recording in Helen's beach house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're at Helen's place. Yes, I love it. I mean, it's your, it's Ashley's place. It's my place now. But you've set up a whole recording studio here. We're having so much fun. Yes. This is is great. (laughs) Yes, drinking champagne. And, you know, Ashley has become one of my closest friends throughout the years. And so I feel like we've got to tell the story of how we met because it's Pretty incredible. <laughs> okay. And we you... met because of Food yeah. Heals. We met because of Food Heals. So I um, went through sort of a health crisis several years ago and a, a marital crisis at the same time. And I was trying to figure out how to eat um, because I've discovered I had a dairy allergy. So I got hooked on Food Heals. Yeah. And <laughs> I became not just a fan, but a super fan. And, um, you know, Allie and Susie were kind of my drive partners. Yes. <laughs> and you would cheer me up and you would make me laugh through some pretty dark times in my life. And um, I will say that at some point, and here's where the parallel comes in, I walked out of my life. I left an unsafe marriage with basically my clothes and had to make a decision to 
walk away from every physical possession that I had um, and create a whole new life. Yeah. And it was rough, but I was determined. I was, I will say, I was hell-bent on creating joy and experiences and vibrance and light in my life. So I'm driving along listening to the Food Heals podcast. <laughs> the day before, I had sold my wedding ring. Mm-hmm. And Allie says, oh, we have an announcement. Drum roll. Food Heals is going to Italy. And I literally, I don't know these gals. I pull off to the side of the road. I emailed the information address and said, I'm going. Yes. You were like the first person that emailed us about Italy ever. <laughs> I, mean, I almost wrecked the car trying to get off the road. And it was just, I'd never done anything like, like this before. You know, it was just pure instinct. And when you sent me the information, the um, the cost of the trip, this is what the universe spoke. I love this. The cost of the trip to a penny was what I had gotten for the wedding ring. It's unbelievable. Incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. So off I go. Yeah. With 10 women I'd never met before. And it has been one of the greatest gifts of my life. Um, and just these incredible friendships with women that – just view the world in an open and expansive and creative way. And um, your friendship came of that. So here we are. Um, now, a few years later, you have walked away from, from my life. Yeah, I blew up my life. You blew it up, girl. <laughs> so Ashley, you know, it's like you blew up your life and then you lived your best life. And then I blew up my life. So what I haven't shared with Food Heals Nation, which is really, really hard I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to talk about. And I'm sorry I haven't shared this with Food Heals, but it's so personal and it's so like, oh God, it hurts my soul to even admit out loud. Like I didn't tell anyone for a very long time, but I left my marriage and it was the hardest decision. Obviously, anyone that's done anything like this, um, you know, it's the hardest decision you ever have to make because I was with the same person since I was 25 years old. And even though we weren't married that long, but we were um, together for that long and, you know, got married and did all the things. And I'm not going to get into what it was. Uh, No one cheated or anything like that, but it wasn't right anymore. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to fully realize it and to fully leave. It took me a long time because there were so many highs and so many lows and I would cling to the highs because the highs were so good. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. And one day when I feel more, more healed, I will do a podcast on it. And maybe Ashley will too, you know, when we are ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel very strongly about not talking about something of that magnitude until you've fully processed it yeah and and that can take a long time there's no timeline on yeah, it. it's yeah. different for everyone yeah. yeah and if you're listening to this and you're like I feel you you know you can reach out if you need support um absolutely info at foodhealsnation.com um but I I think I first I blew up my life by leaving my marriage and then the pandemic hit and then I was really lonely yeah. <laughs> and I didn't regret my decision I knew it was the right decision but you go from being married and having a happy family and having a bunch of dogs to being single and not being able to leave your house. And you can't date or meet anyone because the world is shut down. You can't even go to a bar or a restaurant with someone because you're not allowed. You're not allowed to meet someone new because God forbid you breathe the same air as them and you kill them, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it was at the beginning of this. It really was. That's what it felt Mm -hmm. like. And so gosh, the depression. And I'm not a depressed person, as I said earlier. Like, I'm always, like, 
seeing the happiness. I always see the good in people. I always see the good in every situation. I always am grateful. But man, this did a number on me. It really did. I think it's done a number on so many people. I go past the coffee shop at home in Atlanta and I see the chairs roped off. And to me, that is puts in stark reality where we are because we need one another. We need human connection. It is so important to our emotional and physical well-being um, that, I, I, you know, I hear you when you start to talk about the depression of that anytime we're isolated. Yeah. That is a natural outpouring of that. And we have a choice, yeah. right? We can either just sit there and accept where we are and and live that way, or we can make a decision to seek joy. Yeah. Affirmatively seek joy and create our lives within the parameters that we, you know, are set out for us, right? There are certain things we have to respect, but we can seek joy. Yeah. Um, we have to. We have it's to. It's imperative. Yes. It's like seek joy or die, I feel like at this point, because gosh, the world can take you down in an instant. We saw mm-hmm. it in the past year in 2020. If you didn't already have enough circumstances that could take you down, because we all have bills and people and things that can take you down, right? And it's up to us to make sure that doesn't happen, regardless of circumstances, because man, we all got circumstances, right? And we, we've we seen a lot of, um, of that in the past year, and it's just like, okay, I have to take, I always say, take your health into your own hands. And then the past year, I'm like, mm-hmm. take your life into your own hands because there's no one else that's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And actually, you and I are risk takers. And yeah. I know not everyone is, but gosh, every risk I've ever taken has paid off. I, we were talking about it earlier, how I built my whole <laughs> podcast studio when I had never done a podcast interview in my life. And like, I had done documentary interviews, so I felt a little bit comfortable. But I built a studio banking on the fact, I mean, I spent thousands of dollars to build a studio, which you don't have to. <laughs> to do to start a podcast by the way but I was a perfectionist and I was like if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right I painted the walls I got the food heels you know like um sign made you know, I did all the things you went I all in I went there's all something in. to be yeah. said for going all in yeah. but if you hear this and and that sounds a little extreme um because we we tend to be extreme when Apparently. you and I go all in this yeah. is what we do but I think there's something to be said for just on a day-to-day basis picking a small thing to go all in on in terms of seeking joy and creating that in your life. Yeah, we have to create our own joy. It's so true. And so, yeah, I road tripped out here. And I'm sorry, Food Heals Nation, I haven't had an episode in the mo- in a month or so because the old me would have batch created a bunch of content to make sure that it was still going out to you and it was perfect and it was great interviews, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm saying that from just a place of pure honesty. I couldn't do it because I was so in the place of depression. And then once I made the decision, I could do nothing else except pack up my life and get rid of things. So I spent over a month, and it's a hard thing, you guys. This is not easy. It brings up so emotion, so many emotions. And Ashley, because of our parallel lives, was doing it at the same time, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But getting rid of, so I had a three-bedroom house and a guest house, so essentially four bedrooms, like so many closets. Like you didn't even, I didn't even know how much I had accumulated over time. And I like to think I'm a minimalist, but I'm not. (laughs) Apparently I'm not. Um, But getting rid of things. So I was giving things away. I was selling things. I was packing things. But gosh, it never ended. And it took me over a month to do that process. So I was not in a mindset to create any content or to do interviews because I was just in a mindset of 
do this and get it done so you can move out and go to the beach with Ashley. And then Ashley, what were you doing at the same time? Well, before I tell you, I want to tell you that sometimes it's about um, just doing the next right thing. Yeah. And at that moment, all you could think about was the next right thing. It was all I could think about. I'm grateful that I'm in a position that I was able to do that, to take that time off, just to dedicate to clearing. Um, and I know not everyone can do that all at once, but I did it in just over a month. And gosh, I feel free. Oh, I love hearing that. I feel so free. I love hearing that. <laughs> so what was I doing at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I was downsizing. I'm not old enough to quote downsize. But um, well, you have two places, so yeah. let's start there. So Ashley yeah. lives in Atlanta and Santa Rosa Beach and splits mm-hmm. her time. Right. I live, um, I live, my children are in Atlanta, and when I'm not with my children, I have my toes in the sand yes. built, building a business here in Seagrove. And um, so I started to look at all, all the things that were in Atlanta and the things that the kids, you know, we, we moved from when they were younger and they weren't using or playing with or enjoying anymore and the actual the life of our home in Atlanta was in a very narrow space of where we actually spent our time and I thought why, why do we have all this stuff mm. I you know I left with basically nothing and somehow I've managed to fill every corner of every room <laughs> with stuff and, and if you have kids you know they come with a lot of just naturally right. um, stuff comes with kids but um <laughs> So I decided to downsize in Atlanta and move to a, a, a smaller apartment in the same neighborhood. Um, and I, like you, d- didn't realize. I thought I was minimalist. I sort of prided myself on it. Right. I'm, I'm super yeah. organized. I'm kind of geeked I out would, that way. Every time I would buy something, I would get rid of two mm-hmm. things. So I felt yeah. like I was doing yeah. it right. But gosh, a lot can hide in those closets. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, you know, moving is traumatic, but it's also really clearing um, and, I, and I've been thinking about, you know, I feel like 2020 was a clearing year yeah. in so many respects. And 2021 is a chance for renewal. Yeah. And so my goal was to move us into a space that was a chance for renewal and to start something new with a new energy and new light and new grace. So. Oh, my gosh. All the chills. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what a process. Oh boy. Yeah. And we would commiserate over it because we were doing it at the same time, which is kind of cool. If you have a friend, and it doesn't mean you have to be even moving, but if you have a friend who's also Marie Kondoing, let's say, yes. the, what is it, Conmari Con method? The Conmari, yeah. yeah. Oh, which, I can fold some clothes. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> you were showing me, she shows me how to fold the clothes. And I was listening to the, e- the audio book um, while I was doing it. So it was kind of like really cool because I was like, oh, I'm getting into the energy of this. And it was great. But if you have a friend that's doing it or if you can listen to the audio book at the same time, it really does help. So just... <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. I, I'm I'm glad we got to go through that process together. And yours was a lot larger than mine. But there is something to be said for clearing the space to make room for new growth. Okay, let's take a champagne break and talk to our sponsors. And then let's talk about, yes, the space clearing. Because I think the only way to create anything new in your life is to get rid of something old. So let's talk about that. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> All right, Ashley, I'm so excited to have you try one of my favorite multivitamins. And you might be like, why would I try a multivitamin? They're all made the same, right? Ritual is different. Oh, fill me in. Okay. So first of all, I just want you to have the experience. So I'm going to hand you the bottle. And what do you think? 
Um, I think it's elegant in that it's just really simple. It's you know just simple. Very clean. Yeah. And I just love the yellow and <laughs> that's my puppy in the background. Yeah, we got a little puppy shake going on. Okay, so open we'll do it a little up. vitamin shake. Yeah, vitamin shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, opening it up. Uh-huh. These and are pretty too because I can see um, in the capsules see the little beads of goodness exactly tell me about the beads of goodness okay so in the beads of goodness everything is no sugar no gmo no allergens no synthetic fillers no artificial colorants all bio bioavailable high quality nutrients that your body can actually use okay so what just happened i just smelled it yeah it smells so good i know (laughs) since when does a vitamin smell like this that's the reaction i was waiting for i wish Nation. I, I wish you could see her face because, yeah, they smell minty fresh. Like, it's like brushing your teeth. It's like the most beautiful vitamin you can put in your mouth for the flavor profile alone. Okay, I have to. Can yeah. I? Okay, Take let's one. go. Let's okay. go. <laughs> that's that's kind of fun. Right? I might actually get around to taking my supplements in the morning if it tastes like that. Exactly. Yeah. They're so lovely and they're beautiful. They taste good. And you know, most vit- there are some vitamins that you put in your mouth and you feel, oh, like I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to throw up <laughs> trying to choke them down. And these are just, they go down so smooth and they are minty fresh. So that was fun. Thank <laughs> you. I, I like the concept of a ritual. Yes. Yes. So maybe Ashley's going to add this ritual to her daily ritual. We shall see because Ashley, did you know that you can actually visit ritual.com slash food heals and you can get 10% off for your first three months. I'm in. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I thought so. So you guys check out ritual. It is just the multivitamin reimagine. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from because ritual has a one of a kind visible supply chain. So you can find out exactly what you're getting. I love the women's multivitamin. They are delivered to my door every month. Free shipping always. You can stop, start, snooze, cancel your subscription anytime. If you don't love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order. So I had Ashley do a taste test so you could get a little bit of the personal experience here to see what I'm talking about and why it is part of my Ritual. So much fun. I love that the very first ingredient here is vitamin D. I am a believer in vitamin D. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So get your vitamin D, all your multivitamins you can get from Ritual ritual.com slash food heals and start your new ritual today 10% off for your first three months all right we are back we've got one dog breathing on the mic that's okay (laughs) (laughs) well it's you know 97 pounds worth of dog (laughs) so we've got Apollo and Lily here and they have become best friends and Apollo is huge and Lily is tiny so it's really cute it's adorable (laughs) so cute you know how hard they fought to not be the alpha Right? That was interesting because he's a male and she's a female, but he's a very docile male, even though he's how many pounds is he? He's a 97 pounds. 97 pounds. I mean, that's my goal weight. I'm just kidding. Most of it's fur. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of fur on him. (laughs) He's a great Pyrenees. He's gorgeous. Sweet. And your sweet beagle, Lily, they both, neither one of them wanted to be in charge. (laughs) They sort of fought over who was not going to be in charge for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. But I think Apollo has taken it on, but they're so cute together. They just love each other so much. And so, like we said earlier, Ashley's only here part time. And so it's like Lily and I are alone. It's only, it's been, I've been here three weeks or so. So you've been back and forth a couple Mm -hmm. of times. And when Apollo is gone, Lily is like so sad. So sweet. They were so excited to see one yeah. another today. The same way I felt about seeing you. I know. Yeah, because you got back in town today, which is amazing. It's a gor- The sun is setting right now. Like It's a gorgeous 
freaking amazing day and I'm so glad you're back and the dogs are together. So the dog, they haven't barked yet, but what happened? So we live across the street from the beach, but there's a nature trail in the backyard. So a lot of people with their dogs walk by the backyard to go to the nature trail. So the dogs go nuts. So luckily the whole time we've been recording, no one's actually walked back there, which is surprising because Lily goes crazy when they walk back there. Yeah, it's, it's filled with these beautiful cypress trees yeah. in kind of a swamp situation. And then you think you're just going to go on a cute little nature trail. I did this when I first moved in. Yeah. And I had like flip-flops and a sundress and a hat on <laughs> on just a little stroll. And like an hour later, I'm still going. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, Florida has such beautiful, rough, raw nature. Well, remember the first time when I first got here – um, I went running and I was like, I, I, I went one way, which was over the bridge of beautiful water. It was great. And then when I came back the other way, I discovered this nature trail, which was like where I, I had parked at the yeah. opening to another nature trail. So there's a lot of nature around here. So then I was like trying to make my way back to my car. And like literally three miles later, I was so lost. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to try. I mean, I think I was gone for like four hours just by accident. But I'm glad like it was fun. I had Lily. So she had a great day. But um, my little three mile run turned into probably probably 10 miles by accident. And I didn't run the whole time. I was tired. But I was like, getting lost in nature, what's better than that? It's so restorative. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And it's a beautiful place around here because it's literally the beach on one side and the other side, it's either golf or a nature trail. It's ridiculous. It's such a beautiful spot. We're we're really, I'm so grateful to have found this little tiny spot I'm so grateful to be invited. Thank you. Come on, girl. (laughs) I know. No, you kept saying, come home. Come home. I was like, okay. Well, this is one of the reasons I bought this place. And I think anybody who's ever been through trauma would understand this. I wanted a place where I, I, I felt pretty healed when I moved in here. But I wanted a place for friends and clients to just come and get restored. If it's a week or it's, you know, two weeks or whatever. Just so that – because when we get restored, we can create yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. And my dream is really just for people to more and more have the freedom to create because that's what lights the world up, right? And yes. So that was one of the goals of the place. So, yeah, the door is open. And I'll be your first testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> I came to Ashley's I Healed. Thank you very much. And so you're so generous. So Ashley let me take the dining room table out of the dining room, put it in the middle of the living room so that I could create my own studio because I went from having my big, beautiful studio that I'm really, like, I guess, uh, like, very connected to and proud of. And yeah. then... Coming here, I'm just like, I need a studio because I am a perfectionist and I need everything in its place. And I was just like, girl, do your thing. So we put, I put the, when she was out of town, I put the dining room table in the middle and I created this little studio. And now we're actually going to have someone come in, a decorator and make Mm -hmm. it right. But like in the meantime, I got the dining room in the middle of the living room and it looks fabulous. Well, I mean, isn't this what we do? Yeah. We, we figure out what needs to happen and we find a way. Yeah. And thank you for giving me the space to find a way. Because she's like coming back and I'm like, girl, um, I put your dining room table in the middle of the room. She's like, cool. <laughs> That's what we do. All right. I want to hear about, because we, we've gotten 
but I want Food Heals Nation to hear about your road trip and the trek yeah. across. Yeah. So um, I, I uh, probably I've talked about this before. I don't love driving, but probably because I was living in L.A. And like, why would you drive? Because it's it was hell on earth to drive in L.A. Um, and I never luckily had a commute. You know, sometimes I would have to go see a client or something like that. But in general, I had a very walkable neighborhood or I would Uber if I needed to get somewhere you know, too far to walk, too close to drive, or I didn't want to deal with parking or traffic. But yeah, I'm not a driver, but I packed up Lily and um, I packed up the car with everything I could fit into it. I have like a crossover mini SUV, so I was able to put a lot in it. Packed up the car, got rid of so much stuff and trekked across the country. And it took me... uh, about two and a half weeks, but we stopped and did a conference on the way, which we we'll, we'll talk about. So it wouldn't take you that long unless you wanted it to. But I stopped in the notable places I went to were Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, and New Orleans. And you know, I found the vegan spots at every single and you and I found some great vegan spots because you met me in New Orleans. So yeah, there was so much good food on the road. Um, and I learned that actually I don't hate driving. I just hate traffic. So driving on the long highways with a good audiobook, good podcast or good music, I'm good. And Lily was in my lap the whole time. She would not sit in the passenger seat. That is the cutest. Okay. So as somebody who traveled a lot in her prior professional life, I know the challenges of navigating vegan life on the road. Right, right. So how was that for you? So I brought a cooler when I started and it had some vegan essentials. I had some like coconut milk and some vegan cheese because I know like, so at Starbucks you can get um, like, which I knew I would see on the road if I had nothing else. You can get the, it's, do they have Beyond or Impossible? I forget. But the bread isn't vegan. They make it with cheese. So I'm like, if I go there, I can have my own cheese. I'll have my own lettuce. I'll wrap it in a thing. Like, so I'm like prepared with Whoa, little side dishes. Plan. I had a plan because, you know, if you're in a big city, it's easy to find. Austin, easy. Dallas, piece of cake. New Orleans was surprisingly easy. You and I found quite a few places that were great. Now, in the middle of where we were staying, there weren't a lot of options. But if you got off the beaten path, we found quite a few. Right. That was a little bit of extra legwork. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all like po' boys and seafood. And it's great. I love it. I love the culture. It just isn't what I consume <laughs> normally. <laughs> it had some challenges for sure. Yeah. Kind of like Paris. Yes. Yeah. Oh, France was hard for me. Beautiful, but challenging. Yeah. yeah. They don't even have, I mean, maybe it's changed now. It's been, when was that? 2019. Um, they didn't even have any plant-based milk. They didn't even have soy milk or almond milk anywhere. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> the people at the Italian restaurant were like, you're back again? <laughs> like, Italy yeah. was way easier. Yeah, Italy's easier. Now, Leslie, mm-hmm. obviously, Leslie Dorso, yeah. our, our good friend and retreat partner, um, and very often Food Heals co-host, you guys know. But she finds all the places for us yeah. but still even when you're on your own it's easier there than I think France. that's right than France yeah. yeah so yeah anyways okay we just went on a side okay <laughs> total side note but okay so but so you had a plan you launched out with a plan which I think is part of traveling on the road being a vegan or vegan-ish in my instance right but, yeah but you had you had a plan so what did you find that you loved okay so uh, I should have I put some on Instagram. I should go get my phone so I can tell you exactly which ones. But Austin, very uh, Austin compares to LA. Mm-hmm. There were so many options everywhere, and I was just there for two days or you know two nights, two days, and I ate my face off. Like this was not a weight loss trip. <laughs> no. I was just like I'm gonna try all the things. Um, 
But uh, so many places in Austin, very easy to be plant-based. Okay, I've heard the phrase, keep Austin weird. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't want to speak for Austin. Probably someone's listening. They're like, here's what it means. But it's like, you know, it is a conscious town Mm -hmm. um, from what I saw. It was much more open than L.A. in terms of, um, I guess Texas and Florida are much more open than California and some other states. So I definitely saw that. Still Mm -hmm. safe. Um, you know, people all, everyone still was wearing masks and people were social distancing when possible. So still safe, but open. So Mm -hmm. my mental health can deal with that. Mm -hmm. My mental health couldn't deal with, I can't leave the house. (laughs) Okay. So as you're on this journey and you're leaving LA, which is the epitome of closed and and shut down and, and you're sort of, it's almost like this sliding scale as you're coming this way and you start to feel, see, see more um, folks getting out. What what did that do for you? Um, well, I think it is a perspective shift because if you or anyone sits at home and only watches the news and doesn't leave their house, they will have an extremely different perspective than if you were out and about and talking to people. You know, I posted a, a post and maybe it, it was a little bit controversial, but I don't care at this point. And I said, <laughs> you know, turn off the news and travel because when you travel, you see a different perspective and you don't feel unsafe. I did not feel <laughs> unsafe. Oh, there, oh there's oh, people there on the are. nature trail. Yeah. There they go. <laughs> yeah, the controversial post. I was like, Turn off the news and travel because when you travel, you meet people with different perspectives. And I felt safe the whole time. And um, you know me, I'm taking all my vitamins and I'm letting my immune system do its thing. So I felt extremely safe. And um, my friends would say, well, Allie, I can't turn off the news because I need to be informed. And my argument to that is... Unless you're listening to Erica Mandy, which is the positive news, or at least like she has it in her amazing voice. It's like, you're not being informed, you're being indoctrinated into a way of thinking. And in order not to think the way that the news wants you to think, um, you have to have new perspectives. And the only way to do that is to get outside of the bubble that you are in. I know I've been in an LA bubble. I know I've been in many bubbles in my life. I was in a North Carolina bubble. But until you get outside of it and you see other perspectives from other people, from other countries who are doing things differently, your opinions can't shape and change. And I'm a free person that believes in knowledge and education and learning all you can from different people, different cultures. And so if you're just subscribing to one way of learning, you're limiting the possibilities of who you can become in this world. And I'm determined not to do that. So it was interesting to see everyone's different perspective on what's going on in the world. And people certainly had opinions and I'm not justifying one is right, one is wrong, but at least that helps inform what I believe and what I'm doing with my life. And I was certainly not willing to sit at home alone anymore. Okay. So I want to play devil's advocate here because what you're describing is kind of the process of, um, becoming vegan or vegan-ish, it, at least for many years, has been against the grain. Yeah. (laughs) And has not been um, necessarily wildly popular, but the more I came into this community and started to educate myself in different ways, not by popular literature about what I should be eating, it's definitely gained popularity since I began exploring the concept. Yes, yes. But there's some parallels here, right, in terms of uh, how we eat and maybe being the only person when you go out with a group of friends who has to kind of have that very subtle 
side conversation yeah. with, <laughs> with the waiter. With the waiter. <laughs> so I think there – maybe I'm stretching it too far. I, you tell me. But I think there's some parallels here in terms of how we learn and grow. And I think this community will relate to that. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And it's like, what is it that opens our eyes to thinking a different way? Very often, unfortunately, we know this very well. It is trauma. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's that. (laughs) And then sometimes it's just being open. And I think um, one of the goals I think that I have in my life that I haven't really verbalized, but it's always been a part of me, is to not get so dogmatic in my beliefs that I can't be open to another way of thinking. So I am plant-based and I love it. And I am not in a place where I don't believe that other people have points for their perspectives. I'm not like, you have to be this way and blah, blah. I'm like, I hear you. I see you. Mm-hmm. You do you. I do me. And I think it's very important to always be open to a different perspective and um, way of thinking because we naturally, our minds go, what I think is right, this person is wrong. And my goal is to never be that way. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the dogs Apollo said agrees. yes. <laughs> the dogs agree. Oh, yeah. The, the hikers are back. They're doing the nature trails. So. <laughs> so, Ashley, you're a wine drinker. No, really? <laughs> we tend to drink a little wine together on the beach once in a while. It happens. Once By once in a while, I mean once a day. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> so we've really been enjoying Scout and Cellar wine. In fact, right when I got here to your beach house, you had a Scout and Cellar delivery. I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even before I learned of Scout and Cellar through you, I learned about it through a friend of mine, Danielle, who is just, she's the fittest woman I know Uh and she takes such great care of her body she's so conscious about what she puts into it Um, so it was kind of an easy sell to me right from her because I really trust um, I trust her reaction to these things it's all clean crafted it's vegan it's organic it's hand selected and it's absolutely delicious it's so good yes and then independently I followed your Instagram where you discovered Scout and Cellar (laughs) and and I just thought okay the universe is uh, pointing me in this direction so yeah it's great if all your healthy friends are doing it might as well be doing it I mean let's go if you're gonna drink (laughs) (laughs) might as well drink some Scout and Cellar you can go to scoutandcellar.com slash food heals you'll save big you'll get free shipping they have a wine club and right now here's the special okay come and look how cute this new box set is it's called the mix track. It's like a mixtape kind of, you know, this one's got guitar on it. This one's got a boom box on it. Like they are the cutest wine bottles. I can't try, can't wait to try them. So you get one bottle of the 2019 mix track bubbly rosé. You get the mix track red wine and you get the mix track domaine Frederic Buca. I cannot... I don't know. Collaboration. I love the vibe. I love that. I'm a total 80s girl. Yes. It looks like 80s. Yes. It's got an 80s vibe. I love that. I know. And you get a QR code. So then you scan the QR code to get access to their exclusive mix track playlist that you listen to while you drink your wine or walk on the beach. Stop. I need this in my life right now. (laughs) 
Go to scoutandcellar.com slash foodheals and get your clean crafted wine on today. This is a limited edition set, so it'll be gone at some point, but you get free shipping, $99 for all of that. And you get a printed tasting card with tasting notes for each wine. So that could be fun to have a little wine ta- 80s wine tasting with the girlfriends. Only if we get to dress 80s for the whole production. I mean, I can make that happen. I have no problem. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. If you're interested, go to scoutandcellar.com slash foodheals. I think the, the issue is just stay curious. Yeah. Oh, that's stay so good. Stay curious. You're really good at that. You like you ask people uh, questions and you're very curious. Well, this world is is just so beautiful. Thank yeah. you for that. It's, it's like there's so much to explore and learn. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Okay, so we haven't talked about space clearing yet, which oh. I think is something that you and I both experienced recently. And I think um, it's not like I'm done feeling the effects of that. But what I can say for what I did was I already feel the freedom mm-hmm. of letting go of the stuff and not having the heaviness of the big house that I didn't need anymore. Mm-hmm. That was my marriage house. And I lived in there for you know, a year and a half, perhaps, maybe two years after leaving my marriage and... I didn't need all of that for one person, but I kept it because I held on because I loved the house. I loved the neighborhood. It was just a great spot. Okay. Can I just say that Apollo is petting Lily right now? Did you see that? He's petting her. He is petting her. Okay. (laughs) Our dogs are so cute. We're going to have to find, we're going to have to put some videos. Um, We'll put them on our Insta story. Okay. Apologies. They're about to start playing. Yeah. You're going to hear them play and we're going to let it happen because (laughs) it's so sweet. Because, we should play. We need play. Yes. Yeah. They show us. They're a good yeah. example of that. But um, like, what have you felt from, you know, you let go of a lot of things. I let go of a lot of things. You know, mine came in stages. So several, several years ago when I left the marital home and basically everything in it, um, apart from my beautiful children, um, it was it was an eye-opener in terms of what I didn't need, right? Mm, yeah, I, yeah. I, I had this picturesque situation, and I didn't need it. Um, and I was really proud of having let go of all of that. And here I am several years later with a bit of shame, frankly, <laughs> around um, – you know, having tried not to accumulate, but yet having accumulated just stuff. Right, right, yeah. And so it was a hard look at myself and who I thought I was versus how I was actually living. Um, yeah, I'm still kind of grappling with yeah. <laughs> the things that I cleaned out of the kid's closet, my closet. And, and Truly, we keep it lean at my house. We talk about experiences, not things. That's cool. Our holidays, our you know, trips, not stuff. Yes. Um. And so I, I thought I was doing pretty well, but it was really good to have a life audit. Yeah, same. It's really good. It's so true. And I really, really believe that if you are trying to con- to create something new in your life, or you're like, we talk about manifesting a lot. Let's say you're trying to manifest a new anything. A car, a career, a boyfriend, I don't know, whatever. You can't create something new when you've got all the old. So what can you get rid of to create new space? I'm such a firm believer in that. And I think um, this move really showed me the power of it because it's like, 
Before, I'd be like, all right, if you buy a new jacket, you got to get rid of two pieces of clothing or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you buy a new dress, you got to get rid of it. And I thought I was doing it right. But now I'm doing it next level because I got rid of everything. And downsizing, you know, downsized to the max. Now, I really am a minimalist because all I have is what I could fit in my car and a couple of boxes and two boxes didn't even get to Ashley. So they're lost in the mail. (laughs) So I guess the universe is like, you didn't need that stuff either, even though I was like, that was my favorite beach dress. Lost in translation. (laughs) The universe will bring you a fabulous new beach dress, I promise. Oh, God, I hope so, because I'm just like, that was my favorite. Where is it? It's in a box somewhere in the USPS mail lost. You know what I think about when we say this out loud, and I haven't articulated this before, but okay, so the first time I did this, it was, um, okay, I'm going to leave it all, all, I don't need all the things, and then I'm just going to live. Yeah. And... And I was dead set, hell bent on living. Yeah. Right. Um, this time, I, I, I'm in a different headspace, and I got rid of a lot of things, and I'm just sitting with it for a minute, mm-hmm. and and then I'll figure it out. Yeah. It, it's kind of like this place. It, we we found it this summer. We bought it. I thought I was going to renovate it right away, and then I quit my job and decided to start a business and so you know (laughs) instead I'm just living with it yeah and it's been an interesting process to really sit with something and be quiet with it to think about what it what we need yeah yeah no it's such a good point and you actually reminded me of something else we haven't gone into Ashley and what she does so tell, oh gosh what? Tell <laughs> Nation a little bit about you and what you do and because I mean no it is important because there's probably a lot of people that could use your services and also need to hear <laughs> what they do like when so we didn't even get into this when we met in New Orleans was for a conference and your talk was on you don't know what you don't know you here's don't know what, what you don't know. Here's what you need to know yeah. about your wellness business. So yeah. just talk a little bit about that because we got to get into that. Well, since we're talking about blowing up our lives. Yeah. So she, <laughs> since, many, since we're talking about that. We have both blown up our lives in yeah. so many ways. So many ways. It's crazy. Um, I can't wait to see like what we're talking about a year from now. But oh, yeah. We'll have to do a redo episode. Oh, my goodness. 100%. <laughs> Stick with us, folks. Stick with us. Um, so I was in what I called Big Law for 20 years. And I was um, at a large national, international law firm. I ultimately was a corner office partner doing big, nasty litigation for big companies, um, high-profile stuff. It was really, really fun. And uh, as I got further and further along my wellness journey, it wasn't aligned with me anymore and it wasn't aligned with my family values and all of that and I walked out one day yeah I just kind of walked out um I think some of it had to do with having toes in the sand there's something really grounding about being in nature and and figuring things out I highly recommend it to the extent you can work in any nature into your day-to-day schedule and I just felt this calling to I had this growing friendship group of folks who are in wellness and who are in entrepreneurial space and my heart just called me to be in this space and so I represent entrepreneurs folks who are building businesses who are putting beautiful good things out into the world and when when I think about it, you know, there's this this freedom to create that comes when you get 
the basic foundations locked in. Yeah. And so my greatest professional desire is to help folks get their foundations locked in so that they can just grow and create and put beauty into this world, knowing that their investment of their time and their energy and their personal capital is protected. Oh, mic drop. I mean, and that's the thing is like you've taught me so much over the years about you don't know what you don't know because we don't know this stuff. And everyone's starting an online business and they don't know how to protect themselves or that they need to. And so what you do is so important and you help me, you help people like Leslie, our, you know, plant powered co-host who comes on a lot. And you're just like teaching us how to, how we can make sure that as we grow, we can't lose our businesses. Here's how it works. So you never know. Allie, like what you're putting out into the world, how it affects somebody. I never knew years ago when I started listening to the podcast with you and Susie and just fell in love with you too through the airwaves yeah. that it would even listen, turn into something like this. And what what happened was I started watching folks in the wellness space put their heart and soul and dreams into putting beauty into the world. Yeah. While I was representing tobacco companies, yeah. <laughs> pharmaceutical companies, and gun brokers. And so, this is like the opposite of your entire being. It's so shocking. Like, just, at some point, wasn't aligned anymore. And I took so much inspiration from folks in this community who just desire to create and help others create. Yeah. And there's such an energy there. And so here we are, and to bring it full circle, that that really is what we're put here to do and to connect with each other so that we can help one another grow. And so I'm just believing that this transition in your world, this journey that you're on, is going to touch so many lives just in a whole new way because 2021 is a year of renewal. Yeah, I like that. 2021, we've got to make this the year because we went through such a hard time in 2020. Everyone did. Sure. Everyone did. You know? And so we've got to make this our year and we have to create that. We get to create it. We get to create we it. We get to create it. Oh, I like yes. that. Oh my gosh. Well, Ashley, this has been so fun. I feel like there's stuff... We said we were going to talk about that we forgot, but maybe we'll have to just do a follow-up episode with you because you're such a joy to have on. so kind. And it's time to go, for us, to go get some dinner over here. But before we wrap this. Oh, okay. Okay. What you got? (laughs) I just want to know, so I, I know you're still processing your journey and your trek, but at this point, what is your takeaway? How are you feeling? What are, what are you seeing come from this major life shift? Who's on the, who's, who's the host here? All right. So (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys, she asked good questions. I've seen her work a room. She works the farmer's market. Like it's a, (laughs) it's a networking party. Okay. Side note. There's a fella down here that has a stand called tomatoes that taste like tomatoes, (laughs) but you gotta, you gotta do it with a Southern accent. Oh, and the Southern comes out here. So y'all know I'm from North Carolina, but I've never had a Southern accent. But Ashley gets real Southern around the Southerners. And then I get real. They're like, come back soon, darling. I'm like, you know, I will. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the kindest people here. All right, right. let's hear it. Okay, what, I don't what's even your takeaway? No, but I do want to say that, and I already told, I expressed this to you, Ashley. But gosh, people are so kind here. Every people come up to you, and I'm so LA that I'm like, what do you want, my purse? Like I'm so like, <laughs> wary. <laughs> and then they just want to know how I'm doing today, and I'm just like, oh my god, you're so nice. Who are you? Like I don't even know. But everyone here is so kind. Even today, who someone just changed your tires. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they check the pressure or, on yeah, my tires <laughs> for for just because it wouldn't let you accept and wouldn't accept any money from yeah, you. Yeah, it's like let me buy y'all a couple of beers. Yeah. Just here's some money. Go get some beer, ma'am. I, I just I, I just wanted to help you. Oh and you God, think, oh my God. where are you from? Yeah. But, uh, you're from the panhandle of Florida. People actually do care. It's not that thing. Uh, this is a pet peeve of mine, and we're totally like on a side tangent totally, here. Yeah. <laughs> but back when I was in office life, and you would walk by folks in the hall, and you'd be literally passing at a clip because you were on a mission, but somebody would say, hey, how are you doing? But wouldn't even stick around for the answer. I, yeah, that's, yeah. Let's not do that. That's I feel like how it was yeah. where I was a little bit. Hey, yeah. how are you doing? Like no one answered. Yeah, how are you? Bye. Folks down here are, are on a different timetable. That's yeah, very slow. <laughs> it's, yeah, it takes it takes some deep breathing sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. folks actually want to know how are you doing? Yeah, it's a shock. <laughs> and you're not expected to just say. I'm I'm good. Yeah, you're expected to say, "Well, today's been a rough one," or "How yeah. gorgeous is the sunshine today?" and be real. No, even this morning I went to the farmers market and everyone wanted to have a deep conversation. I was like, "Whoa, oh my gosh, where are you from? Are you visiting or do you live here?" And I would like, and we would have deep conversations, yeah. and like it was amazing. It was crazy. So okay, I know I avoided your question. I didn't really mean to, but I feel <laughs> maybe I meant to. I feel um, scared. Sure. I feel excited. I feel open to possibilities. Um, I like and grateful to you, Ashley, for giving me a home for a minute because right now I don't have a mortgage or a rent that I have a place where I have to stay for a year. I love the freedom and flexibility that you buying Helen's beach house gives to me for right now. And I don't know where I'll be in the next few months. I am adoring it here. I am loving Florida in general. I feel like I could go back to California one day or I could be an East Coast girl. You know, I grew up in North Carolina. I love Chapel Hill. I love Charleston, South Carolina. There's so many beautiful places around here. I love Miami, you know, so I don't know what where I'm going to be when I grow up. But I'm just grateful to have the freedom because what this has done for me, giving up my place, which I always thought, eh, 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 no fault, but like I always thought it was such a great place. I now feel a burden has been lifted that I didn't even know was a burden mm -hmm. and it wouldn't have happened um, otherwise without the pandemic and the lockdown. Um, and so maybe there's a blessing in that that I can see. And obviously I'm not saying if, if anyone is suffering from COVID or has lost a loved one, I'm not saying it's a blessing, but I am saying I look for the good in every situation. And so the good for me at this time is the freedom of getting rid of my place, getting rid of my stuff and not having a, a anything holding me back from doing anything I want so that's exciting it's scary but it's exciting yeah. well you it's the yin and the yang yeah right you, exciting and scary 
have to coexist. Yeah. And like, I can podcast from anywhere. Like, you and I are going to Costa Rica. I'm going to Tulum. Like, we have these things that are coming up, and I can work from anywhere. So who knows who we're going to meet in 30A. This is this area is called 30A. It's called Santa Rosa. It's called Seagrove. Like, it's got all these Emerald names. Coast, Emerald Redneck Coast. Redneck Riviera. Redneck Riviera. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Don't put a label on us. Exactly. No labels. <laughs> but we're going to meet. And I already have. Like, there's people at the farmer's market today. And I'm like, I'm going to interview this person. You know, and there's people that you've know, you've met or you've known um, that we need to interview. So who knows who we're going to meet in this cool fucking town. I'm so happy and I'm so excited. And then, you know, we can work from anywhere. We can be town agnostic. Is that a thing? You know what I mean? Digital nomad, I guess, yeah. is the word. Um, Beachpreneur. Beachpreneur. That's going to be Ashley's new brand. Go follow Beachpreneur Life. We just got it today on Instagram. There's nothing on there yet. There's we'll nothing get on there. there yet, but we'll just go follow <laughs> it in case. But actually, Ashley, let's tell the truth. Where can they follow you online, find you, all that good stuff? Uh, so I am at Kickash Law. Amazing. Um, my personal life is on Kickash Life. And so when I launched my business, friends in the space, like it has to be Kickash Law. So good. So come hang out. Yeah, they're both great. Follow them both, Kickash Life and Kickash Law. I tag both of them in everything because like we're here now, we're together. We are gonna create some amazing things and and better yet, yeah. we are really I think our goals this year are to help people create. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we we both bring different things to the table, but oh my gosh, if we could just help people get free to create in their lives, imagine the things we can put out into this world. Yeah, 100%. I think that's such a beautiful note to end on. So <laughs> thank I you. I'm Ashley. so glad you're here. I'm so grateful. I'm so glad to be here. So Food Hill Station, I'll keep you posted. I have scheduled some amazing interviews coming up, so don't worry. I will get back on a regular schedule for you. I've got some amazing things coming up with some sponsors. I've got some really cool swag bags, um, a swag bag competition coming up, or a swag bag giveaway, I should say, not competition. So I will let you know how to enter. I just got some stuff shipped here to the beach so we've got some amazing products from banish we've got some things from just thrive we've got energy bits i've reached out to a lot more places that i haven't worked with before to see if we can get some more swag for you so i will keep you posted on how you can win that lots of good episodes coming up with some really cool people but ashley thank you for helping pop the podcast cherry bringing me back from a month or a month and a half off that i took off to travel and do this so thank you so much for coming back with me and doing this next episode with me girl i can't wait to see what you build you're gonna set the world on fire oh girl you too we already are (laughs) (laughs) who else wants a free fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door let me back up the first time i went to italy i finally tasted real olive oil for the first time it's not that i had never had olive oil before of course in the states but the difference was i was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property in Ravello off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget, and I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil 
The olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh pressed olive oil club and Food Heals Nation. He will send you a full size bottle worth $39 of one of the world's finest, most artisanal olive oils, fresh from the latest harvest, but he's only going to charge you $1 to help cover shipping. There's no commitment to buy anything now or ever. It's his gift to Food Heals Nation. So you can get your free $39 bottle for just $1 shipping. Taste the difference. Taste the freshness. You can go to getfresh323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.